0: Well, if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to the Gospel of John. I want to go back to the passage that we looked at this morning. And I want to just begin here with that text. We looked at this part of Jesus' prayer this morning in verses 9 and 10 of John chapter 17. And that, uh, those uh, two verses speak to us about the encouragement that's ours in knowing that Jesus intercedes for us even now. And he is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for those who who are his own. And we ought to praise God for that. And I want you to look at that uh, passage, look at those two verses, verses 9 and 10, in John chapter 17, where it says, I am praying for them, Jesus is praying for his disciples, and we can take to heart here that what we learn is Je- that Jesus prays for those who are his own. I'm not praying for the world, but for those who are, uh, whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now, as we look at this continuing prayer of Christ's, I hope that you're encouraged To pray yourself. Um, We're seeing Jesus pray here, and this is one of the longest prayers of Jesus recorded for us in Scripture. But I hope when you come to the prayers of the Lord Jesus Christ that you are actually encouraged to pray yourself. God the Son prayed. Think of that. God the Son prayed. And we see it several times in Scriptures. He got alone several times to pray and talk to God the Father. God the Son prayed, so certainly God's children, those who have trusted in Jesus Christ, we should pray also. And we should consider this an important part of our spiritual lives, the the privilege of prayer, talking to our Heavenly Father. And to that end tonight, I want to challenge you to consider what you can take from this truth that Jesus actually prayed he prayed for his own and he prays now for his own at the father's right hand but I want you to be challenged tonight to consider what you can take from this about learning to pray like Jesus can you think of anyone better to, to learn to pray like if you're going to learn to pray like someone and I know that you've you've heard people pray at times and you've thought wow I I need to learn how to pray more like that when you've heard some people pray uh, who seem to be uh, very close to the Lord in their prayers and and we're encouraged by those. But I would encourage you to, to go first to the Lord Jesus Christ and to his prayers and I want to think about those tonight. What can you learn from the prayers of Jesus that he prayed while he was here on earth ministering alongside his disciples and, and praying And how should you apply to your own praying the prayers of Jesus? I want you to think here about the prayers of Jesus tonight. And I think there are several principles of truth to learn from the way Jesus prayed. So the way Jesus prayed to the Father and for whom he prayed and for what he prayed that we should apply to our own prayer lives. And I'm... Uh, I'm just as much in need of th- these truths as, as you are. So as I preach to you, I'm preaching to myself because I need to be reminded of the importance of prayer in my own life. We, we all will need these reminders, I think, until the Lord returns or calls us home. We need to be refreshed, and even as we just sang, revive us again. Uh, we need to be refreshed and encouraged and reminded of these spiritual truths uh, because we, we let them slide sometimes. We kind of let the importance of them wane um, and, and not weigh on us as much as they should. So first of all, I believe that the very fact that Jesus prayed, it guides those who trust in Him to, to pray with faith. The very fact that Jesus prayed, God in human flesh, should challenge us, should guide us into praying, and praying in faith, and praying with faith. One of the implications of Jesus' prayer here in John 17 is that if Jesus prayed, and we know that He did, and that He was assured of answers to His prayers, and we, we hear that in the text of John 17 that Jesus is assured of answers to His prayers as He prays to the Father. We know that He, he was assured of those answers, then, then we too who trusted Him should also pray and pray with faith. Pray believing. We're not praying hoping. We should pray believing. This might seem obvious, but it's possible to pray without faith. Pray doubting. Pray distrusting. Uh, when we have this instruction in prayer from Jesus in Matthew 21:22, we ought to be reminded that it's possible to pray without faith, because here we have this, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive. You know the rest? If you have faith. (laughs) Implied here is that it's possible to go to God in prayer and ask for things with little faith and ask for God to be involved in our lives and actually not have the faith that He'll actually act. But we need to trust Him because He cares and He is at work in our lives. When you consider the health of your spiritual life, consider how you pray. So consider how you pray and consider how much you pray. And as I talk about praying much and being prayerful and thinking as we sang those words earlier tonight, thinking of our Savior all the day long, um, as you think of your Savior, it would be good for you to train yourself to be prayerful throughout the day. You'll be thinking of your Savior as you pray. And think about all kinds of things throughout your day and and what you face and what you're going through. And, And I'm not talking about necessarily stopping, getting down on your knees, praying for 15 minutes. I'm talking about having a conversation with the Lord all day long about all kinds of things. As they come to your mind, as people cross your mind, consider that a reminder to pray for them. As situations come to your mind and you're, and you're tempted to be concerned and, and worry about those things, be, let that be a reminder to pray about them and to think of your Savior all the day long in that way and pray and ask God to help. Pray with faith. So when you consider the health of your spiritual life, consider how you pray and how much you pray. I would suggest that a lack of prayer is an indicator of a lack of faith. If you just lack prayer, you, you fail to pray. You go, th- you go through your day without any prayer. I would suggest that that's likely a sign of little faith. But considering how you pray is also important. Because it's possible to worry and fret and stew and and kind of talk to God all day in anguish and, and do it with little faith or no faith. Are you praying with faith or are you faithless in your prayers? Because it is possible to pray without faith, just as Jesus implies there in that passage I just read in Matthew 21, 22, when he says, Whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive, if you have faith. Now think about why we need to learn to pray with faith. For one thing, it's clear from the Scriptures that we have a Savior who identifies with our weaknesses. He knows about them. He he knows about our weaknesses. And and we have a Father in heaven who is gracious to hear and answer our prayers. Here's how Hebrews 4, uh, verses 15 and 16, expresses that truth. When it says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence, we can even say here with faith, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's why you pray with faith. God wants you to, To come before Him in prayer with confidence, not doubting. And God is merciful, and He is gracious to help you in your time of need. So you have every reason to pray with faith. You have every reason to pray to God, believing that He hears, trusting that He cares, and trusting that He will answer your prayers. And let's remember as we hear in the doxology of Ephesians 3.20 that we should learn to pray with faith in God because God is able to do far more than we can even imagine. Uh, Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, when we're talking to our Heavenly Father He's the one who's able to do far more abundantly than anything that we could ask or think. You think you can ask for the impossible. No, you cannot. You cannot ask for the impossible. So seek out the truth of God's Word as you read it, and seek it out to grow your knowledge of God's good promises so that your prayer life will be strengthened With faith and seek to pray according to God's uh, will revealed in His Word and made clear in His Word. Praying with faith. It's just as we hear in Mark 11, verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. That is praying with faith. Another implication of the way Jesus prayed that teaches you how you're to pray is that Jesus was, you could say that Jesus was actually brief and clear in his prayers. And you too would do well to learn to pray with clarity. Pray with clarity. Sometimes you're not quite sure what you should pray about, but when you're praying, you should seek to, to make your requests clear. And you don't need to go on and on and on all the time about your pray, about those things that you're concerned about and praying about. The prayer of Jesus that we have here in John 17 may be the longest of his recorded in the Bible, but it's still, it's still succinct, it's still to the point. Jesus gets to the point. He's very clear about what he's praying for. It's so easy for us sometimes, isn't it, to kind of ramble around in our prayer. And never come in for a landing on the point of our prayer? Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 7, when the Lord taught the disciples to pray, he taught them this. Matthew 6, verse 5, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Many words do not necessarily mean much power in prayer. I think sometimes we're fooled into thinking that the more, we, the more words we pray, the more God will hear us. You know, He cares about the brief cry in prayer for God's help, the, that, that cry for help in prayer that's prayed in faith. God loves to hear that. Lord, I need your wisdom right now. He knows the situation you're walking into or the person you're, you're approaching. Lord, help me with this conversation that's coming. The prayer prayed with faith can be brief and to the point, and God hears it and He cares about it because many words don't necessarily mean much power in prayer. In fact, when we wander around in prayer and fail to really get to the point, It may be an indicator of a lack of our faith in prayer. It may say something about where our faith is. It could also be an indicator when praying in public that at heart we're more concerned with what people around us hear us saying than with what God hears us saying. But we ought to be more concerned with what God thinks of our prayers. Be careful when praying in public that you're not just adding on words so that you sound more Christ-like and godly. God knows your heart. Pray from the heart and pray briefly, to the point, with clarity. Pray with clarity. We've got to be more concerned with what God thinks of our prayers. Are you trusting God as you pray? Do you pray with faith? And is there a point to your prayers? Be succinct when you pray. Pray with purpose. Be certain when you pray in public that you're praying for the ear of God and not for the praise of people. Another implication of the prayers of Jesus is that he always prayed according to the will of the Father. He always prayed according to the will of the Father. If Jesus prayed according to God's will, then we better pray according to God's will too. Pray according to God's will. We heard Jesus tell the disciples this back in our studies when we were in John chapter 16 a few weeks ago, verse 23. In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. And we've noted this often, but it's often misunderstood, so it's often worth repeating. (laughs) It's important to consider this again. What is it to pray in Jesus' name? It's important we understand that. It means that what you pray for, you pray for according to God's will, and if you If you do pray according to God's will, you pray with the authority of Jesus on your behalf. So, you ought to be all about doing the Father's will and praying according to the Father's will. And when it comes to your praying, you should seek to conform your requests in prayer to God's will. How do you know God's will? You need God's Word. Here's your Um, twice a Sunday reminder to read the Bible you need to know God's will you need to know his word to, to know his will his word will train you how to pray and one of the great blessings of praying according to the will of God is that God is overjoyed to answer your prayers when you pray according to his desires his will In the words of Jesus there in John 16, 24, Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. (laughs) How about that? You want joy? You want happiness and contentment this side of heaven? Learn to pray. And learn to pray according to God's will. Pray with faith. That leads us to the next lesson on prayer for us from the prayers of Jesus. We must also learn to pray humbly pray humbly one of the things that we learn from the prayers of Jesus is that he always prayed with humility it's seen in his submission to the father's will his desire was to accomplish the father's desires we see it in very uh, clear uh, example in Jesus prayer on the mount of olives Luke chapter 22 and verses 39 through 42 And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing. There's humility. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. The humility of Christ in prayer is instructive. Jesus humbled himself in prayer before the Father's will. If Jesus did that, we must do that in prayer. Humility in prayer is also what Jesus taught for example, in Luke chapter 18, if you want to turn there and look at it with me, some of you are already in Luke 22, you can go back a few chapters to Luke 18. Humility in prayer is what Jesus taught. Luke 18, look at verse 9 and following. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. So here's the parable from Jesus, verse 10. Two men went up to, into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed, Thus... And Jesus goes on, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. We can apply this to our prayer lives and learn from it, in that God calls to his children to to come before him in humility, And offer up prayers humbly to God. And come in faith. And come without doubting. And God answers prayers that are prayed in alignment with His will. In essence, you'll be exalted as God answers your prayers. So certainly, a very important part of praying according to God's will is praying humbly. Now, you may not know for certain what God's will is in a particular situation. But you can always pray with humility. You can always pray according to the truth that's revealed to you in God's Word and pray with humility, just as Jesus did, that God would have His way. Humble yourself before the Lord in prayer. And if you're not certain about what you're praying, that it would fully be the will of God to answer it the way you pray it. Be certain that your attitude is not my will, Lord, but your will be done. And help me to be happy and content with your answer to my prayer just the way you answer it. This is always what's best for us. James 4.10 reminds us humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Equally too true in prayer. Humble yourself before the Lord as you pray. Come with the right attitude. Learn to pray with humility. Now, one more implication that I see in the prayers of Jesus, and even in the prayer of Jesus in John 17, it's that we must learn from Jesus to pray fervently. Pray fervently. Pray wholeheartedly. Again, it goes back to praying with faith, really. Really? but praying with fervence uh, and and, uh, intensity. Jesus was fervent in his prayers. He was intense in his prayers. You can hear it in his prayer in John 17. You can hear it as well in his prayer again on the Mount of Olives when it says of Jesus in Luke 22 and verse 44, and being in, in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Jesus prayed more earnestly. He was intent in approaching God the Father with his prayers, with fervency. In Luke 18, Jesus also told the disciples a parable about a persistent widow and the point of it, according to verse 1 of Luke 18. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. So prayer is a serious privilege and is a serious business for believers to take part in. You are speaking to your Creator, your Heavenly Father, when you pray. Take that seriously. And that seriousness ought to to also remind you to pray with faith and humility. Part of being earnest or fervent in prayer is being Careful not to neglect the privilege of prayer. Do you take prayer seriously? Then if you do, you will likely be drawn into the prayer life of a faithful saint who goes before the Lord regularly, offering up prayers and requests with humility, asking for God's will to be done in the answering of those prayers. And so learn from Jesus. And look for these lessons as you read God's Word. And we can learn from Jesus to bring to our prayer lives intensity, seriousness, earnestness, fervency. And we can learn much from the prayers of Jesus. And for our own good, it is important that we learn to pray for God's will to be done. Pray with faith. What a blessing is ours to know that that as we pray with faith and pray with clarity... And pray according to God's will and pray humbly and pray fervently that God is gracious and that He is good to hear and answer our prayers. And as James 5.16 says, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Just remember whose power it is. We can praise God that Prayer is powerful because the answers come according to God's power and according to His will, according to His might and His wisdom. Learn to pray. Pray with faith. Pray with clarity. Pray according to God's will. Pray humbly. Pray fervently.